0: off and the clock has started hello hello check one check two we're here we're doing it it's the cannabis coffee hour back again with your friend rob cantrell the host me rob cantrell and uh this is the podcast thank you for tuning in we got a great podcast i'm on location like i said i'm building this podcast up we're growing i like the solo mission ones this one um i'm working with a sound engineer a great director and sound engineer hiram becker i'm over at his apartment uh his workspace it's more of like a studio but uh he has an espresso machine and he has some mics so this is uh, this one we're trying to do a little bit more professional on the sound quality. And uh, also, uh, I wonder if I should turn that fan off, Hiram. Um, we might have to sweat it out here a little bit, but it's not too hot. The sun is still out, fall has started, but it's kind of like muggy and cold at the same time. Uh, so yeah, I've been going out at night sometimes like I don't. I know. I don't know, exactly know what to wear. It's kind of in the middle, so you kind of have to ride it out because it's like the weather's like you think it's gonna be cold, and then it's still hanging on to summer. And I think that's how everybody kind of feels. Everybody's kind of still hanging on to summer. Um, and I'm excited about this podcast because uh, thanks for hanging in there, guys, girls, uh, aliens. Uh, sea creatures and amoebas. Thanks for hanging in there. Uh, I, I took a two-week break, uh, as you know. I've been processing a lot of different stuff coming my way, along with uh, doing stand-up, and I'm writing uh, this television thing. Uh, so I took. A, we did 44 weeks going strong. John Riggins. Uh, that was number 44. I don't know much about sports. I just know that was like the most famous Redskin that I knew, that uh, I grew up with in the 80s. And uh, he was kind of a savage cat. You should check out his Wikipedia. Even if you don't like football, John Riggins is, uh, you know, doing his thing. Uh, you want to say hello, Hiram? I know you're here. You want to test this mic? I know you don't want to talk too much.
1: Hey, podcast. What's going on? his <laughs> Coffee Hour. Yeah. Welcome.
0: Yeah, welcome. Thanks for being here, Hiram. Thanks for hosting me today. Hiram uh, has an awesome espresso machine. We'll come over and check it out. Hiram, where did you get this espresso machine?
1: Uh, I got the. Uh, yeah. Don't don't. Yeah. Maybe maybe just keep this on your on your collar.
0: Okay. Yeah yeah. He's directing me. I don't want to interview you too much. I know you're you're working and you're doing a bunch of stuff, but. Uh, T- go ahead.
1: We got a lavalier microphone on Rob's collar so he can move around freely.
0: <laughs> and I just dropped it around. Yeah, I've been working with the lav. Uh, I've been working the lav off my phone uh, lately. But this is another lav. This is like I would do if I was shooting uh, on set or something. This is a next-level lav.
1: So, uh, yeah, we'll walk over to the espresso machine
0: right now yeah so we're going over to the super espresso machine now i haven't had i had a chai tea i had a bag it wasn't like real chai when you go to get real chai it's like chai chai i just had like a bag of tea this morning so i'm excited for these uh beans and what we have just pure espresso beans this is from a place in brooklyn called union market which is like they got four or five of them but uh if you want high end but good-priced coffee, like, their kind of, their brand coffee is always really, really good. I've gone with that before. Um, and I also have a little bit of cannabis, and I haven't, I haven't been smoking that much. Uh, you know, I, well, after shows and stuff like that, if somebody has it, <laughs> I still do. But uh, at the same time, I got, you know, just life is coming at me. But I, I do have a theory that the less cannabis you smoke, the higher you get. So I'm gonna take a hit off this bowl here soon, and uh, I'll probably ramble a little bit, but Hiram is preparing the uh, beans. Well, do we already have the beans all crunched up?
1: Not quite yet. I'm gonna turn on the espresso machine now. It's, in a, it's an Escazo Dream.
0: Oh, this is called the Escazo Dream.
1: I think it's the Dream.
0: where did you get this thing from?
1: Uh, ebay, or
0: a, a friend, or you bought it new?
1: I guess maybe off the internet or that bad man. In
0: yeah, but he has the bean cruncher, which is dope. Uh, it's a grinder. It's an electric grinder, and then it, it's going into the uh, big uh, metal mallet that you see. Like, I'm doing the real thing. Usually, uh, I do the French press. This is uh, oh, yeah. Let's chop it up, and then you press it down. Uh, what am I going to drink it out of, Hiram? Espresso mug. Oh you got a espresso mug? Oh yeah. Do
1: you want yellow strip? Do you want black strip?
0: I'll go with the uh, black. Black looks good. Give me the double shot super funk regulator. Cause that's what I need. So we got uh, these two lights to go
1: off. And when that just when that light's on then it's ready to go. Now it's ready to go.
0: So what that so that processed the water and also pressed it. So it's just immense amount of, it's like a French press, but with even more press. So you get more super gravy out. Oh, look at that, double super gravy.
1: Cut, cut, cut! This is the first one that I've made in like three months.
0: Okay, so I'm gonna test it out. Uh, do you have anything to cut it with? Meaning you got any milk or soy or anything?
1: We don't have any dairy here. I got
0: cheese. You wanna put some cheese in there? You don't fuck with dairy at all?
1: No, I don't.
0: That's good. That's good. Are you uh lactose? No, I just I
1: don't I just do I just don't do milk.
0: Oh. That's it's cool. raw. What about in smoothies or unless it's like a goat. Unless it's been milked right out. No, I could drink this. Thank you, Hiram. This smells awesome. Uh I could drink this uh Straight black because I haven't had uh, well, this is espresso. So espresso, I mean you really are, it is pretty much the uh, the dabs of the coffee world because it's so concentrated. like I don't I, I don't fuck with espressos like when I go sometimes I do. There's a couple good coffee shops like now and then, like it's a good afternoon thing. Oh man. Ah, oh, pure joy. Like, I haven't had... You guys know me. I drink so much fucking coffee. And I haven't had coffee today, and it's like at noon. So this... He just made me a big monster double espresso. So this thing just felt like God uh, just opening the front of my brain up a little bit. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it's been a crazy week, uh, the president might get uh, impeached, but I'm not talking political on this podcast. I don't know. A lot of this podcast is me just wanting to put out positive energy and talk about cannabis. But I will say I heard Australia just legalized recreational for the whole country. I don't know. You might have to get on the Google machine over there, but that was the uh, thing that I just saw today. And that would be a huge deal Um, because, you know. As, as I say, like, I just think, you know, I'm kind of dealing with some difficult times right now. And I've been reading this book about positivity and uh, I read you guys some experts, uh, excerpts of it, but it does look at that in the, in a first for Australia, the capital legalizes recreational marijuana. That's a lot like Washington DC. So I think it's their big capital just went all in on the on the uh, recreational. I've never been to Australia, I can't wait to go. Like I've talked before, like the furthest I got, I got to Bali, and I stayed in Bali for a long time, like a, couple, like a week and a half, two weeks. But that was back in like 98, 99. That's where I, uh, but Australia, that's the one next step. And I do like Australians, I do find them kind of Cool, and you know they're a little like I don't know. I, they, you can't generalize. I don't want to generalize anybody. Like that's another thing I'm trying to work on is uh, not judging people. But I will say Australians I generally like because I was gonna say that they're mellow and they're not super egotistical because uh, you know they're Australia. They're all from this fucking island out there, so they kind of hang loose and uh, take it as it comes. And then people I've known, I know some people that live there, and uh, yeah, they're not big into super cocky, like I'm the man type of attitude. but they also have kind of an alpha male, you know, there is, there, it kind of reminds me of like kind of Texas. Australia, Texans and Australians kind of, cause they're kind of tough, but kind of country, but kind of like reserved in their own weird way. But they all like to party and eat uh barbecue. But uh that's the thing I've been reading is uh is uh <clears throat> not uh what was the other thing that I thought was so dope that I tapped into they were talking the one chapter of this thing was about these women trying to get pregnant and them going the total uh scientific route and they were very and they couldn't get pregnant it was just this is i don't know how true the story but no it was true it was in the book but the ladies started meditating and they stop and also let go. That's what I'm trying to do is let go a lot of the worry and the anxiety, you know, when some of these major things, and that's what cannabis does help. It makes you appreciate the little moments. So this story was just talking about these women meditating for like six months and then getting pregnant because they just let go. They didn't even put it in, they were, Working on just emptying their minds not working at the statistics not taking all these different pills not these taking these other drugs But also even letting go thinking about getting pregnant and working on being more positive and thinking about their uh, lover <laughs> and uh, And building love connections with the other person like it's more about And also like your cells are redone. That was the other thing every I don't know, every three months you have new cells and you're a new person. So you can literally reprogram yourself to be a whole other type of attitude. And the negative thoughts, you know, you have to be... The, the one thing that I did like about this positivity book is like, you know, yo, you got to be depressed sometimes. You got to be sad. You got to be... Uh, you're going to go through some bullshit, man. we all got some bullshit going on. But the one thing you could do is take time to appreciate like a cup of coffee, hanging with my friend Hiram who's uh, been out. uh, He's been directed, he directed a a video for Metallica. I didn't
1: direct
0: it. No, you didn't direct it you worked on it. He works in film, he works in movies, he works production. He's your, he's a uh, film guy, he's edited. Actually, you can go check out two of my music videos Uh, It was Hiram and I's brain shot. We kind of worked together on like three different projects that uh, Were very DIY Very passion projects, but they ended up Stuff I was proud of but there was a lot of like pull just it was just a lot of work Because we had some grandiose ideas, but you could check out uh, heavy weather uh, Which is on YouTube great. I think I've played that song on here Heavy weather, now we did the video and it's a weatherman rapping the weather, and I love it. Uh, It's very random, it's cut up, we shot it like over all these different parts. And then uh, you did heavy weather, and then what was the other one you shot with me? I think that was heavy weather, and then we did, maybe you did some helicopter, no, you didn't shoot the helicopter, that was Nico, who you also work with. My other audio visual friend, who is also uh, very unique, very cool, and very creative. Uh, Both these guys are very, that's what a a lot of these audio engineers, not talk, (laughs) he's working on his computer right now. But uh, uh, they're very, you know, they're very, it's uh, creative and also technical. I think that's what I was trying to get to. So it's like, and that's, I think ties back to what I was talking about. Like, you can't just be positive for the sake of being positive. You know, you got to uh, take the hit, you know, so to speak, or, you know, I actually be real, but also be real within the moment, like, hey, this cup of coffee is really good. Hey, it's really nice to be with my friend Hiram. Hey, it's uh, a beautiful day out, and I'm looking at the sun, and I'm noticing how green the leaves are when I walk by. Like, in Brooklyn, like, there's all these crazy plants, and I, I have to say that I've been... I would, I'm not killing it on the meditation, but in terms of people like, yo, I'm killing it on the career, but I've been meditating more than I've ever done in my life. And I wasn't sure if it worked, cause I'm not perfect at it. Like my, my thoughts go all over the place. Sometimes it's all over the place. Sometimes I'm wondering if the mantras, if I'm even in it or not, but the more, the more I do it. And one of my mantras is I'm getting better every day Every way. So I do that. And I think that's what happens with all of us as we expand through life. You know, we are getting better. We don't notice ourselves getting better. So what I've noticed is that since I've meditated this long and I'm not killing it in any ways. I'm doing fifteen minutes when I can. But I do notice flowers more. I do notice sunlight more. I do notice like bees. I do notice Even the simpler things, uh, within the present moment, which is really the only real moment we have, and the stress is for the future, which you're not completely certain of, but you know you will end up there, (laughs) and uh, so there is a right to be, you know, to give and go. But uh, I'm just, I'm just saying that I'm so excited for this cup of coffee, and I'm so excited to be podcasting again. You know, I took two weeks off. You know, doing the podcast was like, I did 44 in a row, and you know, it's not the hardest thing, but it's it's the consistency and keeping them up, and then a lot of it, you know, I definitely, I've reached out to a couple sponsors, and we're getting some feedback back, but lining up, you know, the herb, or lining up the coffee, like I didn't think it was gonna be, be a big deal, But over 44 episodes, it did catch up to me a few times where I'm always scrambling and stuff like that. So I gotta get some sponsors on board and that's another thing. So if I start taking weeks off here and there uh, coming up, I don't think I will. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna try to keep going because the only thing is when I took those two weeks off, it was harder to start up again. It was harder to get my mind around the podcast. It was harder, but when I was doing it every week, it felt like nothing, especially like the last Seven episodes, like I, I, like I went all the way down route one. I did one in Big Sur, you know, and it was all from my lob into my phone. And another reason why I, I'm not doing it, my phone is kind of on the glitch. I'm on this, I, I'm looking to upgrade on the 11, but I'm just trying to, I'm up for a new phone, but I just don't know he was trying, the dude was trying to explain the numbers to me. And I still was like, how is this gonna affect my bill? You know? So it's that hustle a little bit of the re-up on the car is a lot on the phone is a lot like a car salesman and you know they're gonna try to get you any you just gotta work your way down and I just wasn't ready for that conversation I just went in and checked if I was ready for a re-up because I got the iPhone 7 and it doesn't have like it everything's through the little USB joint so my teeth on the USB joint is like frayed and so it doesn't hold the charge that well like I got to hold it exactly like there's been some uh, tight moments on battery dying but I you know I do try to keep my shit together <laughs> and, and, and people judge you that if you always have you have to charge your battery you want to go into a situation with a full battery charge but I'll say on the vice versa of that like I try to strive for that especially if I'm going out in New York especially I got a family I got a deal um, I gotta have my phone ready to rock and roll but when the times it does go out, like it is nice, man. Um, cause life, you know, doesn't have to be online. It's actually better off, or it's back actually good, cause I can't say that, because traveling and, um, like I rarely sit down and watch television anymore. Like everything is YouTube for me. For me personally, YouTube and then Netflix on netflix i'll catch some comedy specials um but i do want to watch there's a couple shows i want really want to watch but you know i got the podcast going on um and i'm doing stand-up at night and i'm writing television and i'm raising um, a family and i'm running around and i'm getting older that's the other thing uh, my energy level i've been out this right now, this coffee tastes so good because I've been out, literally, I don't remember when I didn't go out at night. And I'm getting up in the morning to deal. So if I'm sounding a little bit over, all over the place on this episode, bear with me because it's been, okay, today is Wednesday. It, I went out last night. Uh, no, today is Thursday. I went out Wednesday, definitely a Tuesday, definitely uh monday definitely sunday definitely saturday definitely friday definitely thursday maybe even went i don't know if i went out went but i've gone over 7 nights in a row where i was wow. performing at night i'm 46 years old and i'm getting up at 7 to, to deal you, you know yeah uh so I'm getting up, and uh, and so the the hours just you know just the, you know you gotta just control your energy, but uh, the shows have been going really well. That's the flip side of it. Uh, I usually like to take a night off and get sleep. You know I'm definitely a proponent. I've been drinking a lot of water. I've been doing my my vitamin cocktail, as I told, told everybody on this podcast. I don't know, Hiram, you don't know my vitamin cocktail. But, I, yeah. but uh, I've been uh, doing four hours of sleep, but I've been crashing hard. But I've been going out doing sh- multiple shows, sometimes two, three shows. And then I've been socializing afterwards just to, uh, that's how you network. Um, and so not drinking alcohol helps me on that end. And cannabis actually helps me on that end because it does help me stay up and it helps me stand (laughs) and it helps me, uh, walk. Uh, speaking of the stand, I went by the stand comedy club right off union square and I loved it. And they put me up as a guest set on Saturday and I want to thank them. It was a hot show and I just stopped by and they've done it. But the shows that they got two different rooms, it's a brand new comedy club, um, they had an older one, but it was in a different area, and the vibe was different. They took a year off and they came back, just like it looks. I mean, it's still it's I, I don't know. I think it's going to be a turning point with New York's stand up comedy is that venue uh, because they do like I get, they do they have a small room which is nice that's upstairs, but they're doing like headliners on the weekends there, and then they got a bottom room that packs out like a two hundred like a nice basement but with a low ceiling and they have, you know, great comics, Jota Rosa, uh, who else did I see there? Um, Jota Rosa and Big J Okerson were the two. Co- oh, Michael Che, I ran into him there. Uh, and I ran into Shane Gillis there. I know everybody's been talking about this SNL controversy. I don't want to go into it because I actually know Shane. Shane opened for me in Baltimore And I'm from Virginia, you know. I know hardcore rednecks. Uh, Yeah, and uh, it's just a shame what happened. But at the same time, you know, I don't know. I just, like I said, I don't want to judge anybody. I just feel sorry for everybody involved, actually. And it's one of those things that I just, you know, when I run into any of those, when I ran into them, I just, you know, I shook his hand. I said, "I'm sorry, what happened?" Um, Because I know him, and I'm friends with him. And everybody makes mistakes. and he had a great opportunity. He's still I, he's a great comic. He's gonna be great. Um, but I've been working on the other thing is I can't judge other people. I'm not gonna worry. You shouldn't. The other thing is you shouldn't. Uh, that's the thing I've been working on, is looking at other comedians or looking at other. You shouldn't compare yourself to other people. You should never compare yourself to anybody because everybody's. Life is not up and down. It's like 360 and all around, and everybody's expanding in these different ways, and everybody's growing in these different ways. And what you're going through is completely different what somebody else is going through, but everybody kind of has the same anxiety and fears and joys. Uh, So you shouldn't, and this was the other thing, you shouldn't care what people think of you, You you, because you have no control of that. So you should always try to be your ultimately. I've been working on that, is working on myself, and doing a lot of stage hours on stage. Like, I've been really natural on stage. I've been really fluid and goofy and silly. If you don't know my style, it is hardcore goofball. If you need to go check out my album if you're into hardcore goofball shit, uh, it's called uh, Pure Uncut Joy. It's my last album. Um, it was taped in Brooklyn at Pete's candy store, which is a cool venue. That's had numerous musicians come out of it. It's all wood, like sound like, I don't know. It's just fucking a sick little venue. I'm actually doing a storytelling show there. I think there's some other gigs that may be coming up in DC that I might be doing. Mm -hmm. I'm getting pulled in a lot of different directions and I'm trying to work with it. But as of now, I am booked on a storytelling show. And I'm going to either tell my story about getting arrested for pot. which, uh, And then there was another story. Oh, yeah. I was, or it's, uh, my trip to Southeast Asia. Yeah. Uh, I was going to talk about that. Um, but uh, so there was two stories I wanted to maybe work out. So that, that was a venue, 630 at Pete's Candy Store. I think it's October 5th. I'll put it up on my calendar for now, but there might be something I might have to get pulled away for. And it's a 6.30 show. I don't think the guy would mind if I have to back out last minute. But it's one of those Brooklyn shows, you know. I've been doing a lot of, besides just doing the comedy clubs, I've been doing, uh, and I haven't been doing that many, but I've been doing a lot of great Brooklyn shows. Like, I got to close out Littlefield on a Parna's show, um... And Joe Firestone's show, these great comedian uh, friends of mine, Maeve, uh, they have a great show called Butter Boy, and it's on Monday at Littlefield, and I got to close that out the other night. And uh, that's a great venue, and that was a lot of fun, Um, and it was packed. It was like, on a Monday, it was like 300 people in there, and they were standing, when I went out there, I was like, oh, this is big. And then when I looked out there and went, like, way back there, I was like, holy shit. Not holy shit, because I've done that room before. I actually played that original room, like, uh, a long time ago. So I'm never, like, that, well, I'm always scared when I go up there, but I'm never, that, but that was one of the bigger Monday night crowds I've done in a while. And then I've done all, this week I've done all, so I did, uh, and then I did, uh, Shanali Bomek show, um, and it's a podcast, and it went over really well, and I'm just trying to, uh, look up some of these, uh, other shows that I did, but, uh. And they have a podcast called We Don't Even Know, and it's a great podcast. And uh, she, this girl was a, is a director and a filmmaker and actually was in a sketch group with Chelsea Peretti. Um, and she toured with David Cross, and then she, it was me, and then it was an avant-garde classical pianist, and then it was uh, a female playwright. And it was an awesome fucking show. And the crowd was amazing and they were beyond hip. Um, and they they got my, I did five minutes of stand up and then I got interviewed. Um, and I think it's come out and I talked about uh, a couple stories to- touring with Tracy Morgan. And so it went over really well. Like the crowd was into it. It was a live crowd and shit. So I had to do stand up and do a live podcast and follow like this. Uh, it, she was a female uh african-american playwright that did a, this deep play about slavery it was like intense and then i had to go up and do stand-up but it worked out it wasn't that intense she was funny she was cool she just got interviewed the play was intense i think and they had funny anecdotes about how intense the play was uh, but and then the pianist did something that i just wasn't expecting like that he was like this high-end classical dude, but he also copy-wrote all these like. Uh, he's a composer. He was a real classical composer, but he was like the Miles Davis of that. He was like the jazz of that shit. So all, all of a sudden, I was like, "Oh shit, this dude's gonna fucking go off." I'm gonna see, hear some Beethoven. You know, it was more like ah, ah, ah. it was all over the fucking place, but. You know, he was classically, it was very unique. It was, uh, so at the it, so in the moment I was confused. A lot of times when your brain sees new things, it gets confused. And I'll say this, I'll say this with all my heart, man. I remember seeing System of the Down for the first time and being like, what the fuck is this shit? You know, it was so different. And it, even I would, was rejecting it. I would be, even be like, "Ah, oh, man, I don't know if I'm fucking with this shit. This dude's crying, yelling about something. His face is all painted. I don't know about the keys on the table. You know, I don't know what this is. But then I listen to it, like, but then you step away and you're like, oh, that's some shit like I've never heard before. It's, it's opening new nerve. That's the thing about art and avant-garde art and different art is opens new nerve. Uh, not, it opens new canals. It opens new ways. I don't know about canals. New ways of looking at something. You're like, oh, you're used to it like this. Now it's like this. And then that kind of trains your brain to do the same thing. Um, so that's a good thing. And so that's what he did. Because in the moment, I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I step away and I was like, oh, wow, that was really trippy. And he was awesome. And, uh, the sound and the vibe was very unique. Um and hearing like I came over Hiram likes electronic music. You know, I'm, I I run, run the gamut, but I've been going deep into Spotify, so I'm blowing my own mind out. But uh, a lot of folk, soul, a lot of funk. Uh, I will say you guys got to check out the new Ghostface Killer album. It's fucking sick. But Hiram was playing this like soul song, right? Or electronic soul song right when we were setting up. And uh, I'd never heard it before and it sounded great. And I think because I've, I have have listened to so much music. I have have listened to so much Led Zeppelin, Beastie Boys, Rush, all this, you know, all the stuff, all the funk, all the parliament, all the hip-hop. I've listened to, especially hip-hop, like, I've, mm-hmm. my 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 class, I don't know my class, like, the stuff I listen to. I still listen to even the new shit. I like it all, as you guys know. But as you get older, you can only, your data brace can only hold so much. So you kind of You kind of, those neurons, those paths have been worn down to the point, like even my most favorite songs in the world, I'll never hear them for the first time. So that's what's nice to be exposed to new ideas and new angles and new genres. Cause your brain at first it'll be like, I don't know. And then later it'll be like, oh, that's kind of dope. And I'll say that with my morning shakes and i'll go back to my vitamin i have a section on the show called zen It out like how do you zen it out dude oh i'm i'm almost done with this double espresso it's so good i don't know if i need more i'll let you know because i'm rocking it into outer space right now um uh, but it does taste super super duper good what were oh.
1: you listening to on the way over
0: here what's that what
1: were you listening to
0: I wasn't pumping any beats. I wasn't pumping any beats. I didn't, this morning, um, I'm just going through a lot of stuff, man. Uh, This morning I did my stretch routine and I did play my yoga mix on my uh, Spotify. I should put that list up. Like Spotify has opened my mind and I have a stretch routine. Part of my zen it out. I'll go through my stretch routine, then I'll go through my milkshake that I have or my smoothie in the morning and then but today, I only had time to really stretch. I've been working on stretching. Because I have been going out. I have been working on, like, five hours of sleep. And and I'm being creative. And I'm doing business. So it's, like, it's draining as fuck. I have also, I've also have grabbed, like, little naps here and there. Like, an hour. Like, I'll just shut all windows down. And this is something I learned from my mom. And I woke up last night. I had, like, a... a I couldn't get back to sleep. But my mom says, like, even if you can't sleep, just laying there and closing your eyes is good enough. Like, it, it will recharge the batteries. It will, like, you're like, oh, I can't give it to sleep. But really, if you just fake the funk, even if you have to fake the funk and just lay there, um, uh, you're, you know, you're good to, uh, it does recharge the battery some. But no, I did my stretch routine, and I got my uh, my beats this morning. I've been, I've been heavily into... I've been going back into Grateful Dead lately. And a lot of it because Spotify has these great playlists that have awesome selections of dead, you know, and their stuff is like... I don't know. I think the old... I used to make fun of... That's the weird thing. I used to make fun of the Grateful Dead, and now I love them. Um, What's on? I don't know. Uh, I mean, well... You know the guitarist Robert is it Hunter just uh, passed a, oh. passed away. No, the guy who wrote Touch of Gray. I would say people brag on Touch of Gray if you're a deadhead like people are like Touch of Gray, yeah, that's the cheesy one. Yeah, Robert Hunter. Now, this guy Robert Hunter, he was Jerry Garcia's good friend and he wrote like hundreds of songs and would just drop them off at him, but his his whole thing um Yeah, he wrote Touch of Grey, which I think is a fucking sick song. Um, we've all got to face the ABC's uh, how's that that line go? go, ABC's Something with a Little Grace? Uh, I always like that. But Robert Hunter, uh, Ain't no time to hate. Are you kind? Please be kind. Uh, yeah, his stuff was all, aw- I think this guy is super sensitive, and his stuff is like, aw- he, he wrote that song. Come here, Uncle John's band. Uh, yeah, he did Uncle John's band. And uh, I'm trying to think of all the other songs, but this article that I'm kind of looking at. I hate looking at my phone and being on the podcast, but there is certain stuff I got to look up. Oh, so I put on my yoga, uh, I put on my yoga playlist. And I've been. Uh, there's some Grateful Dead here. I would say, what are the songs? Casey Jones. Just all the, all of them. But you get the thing about them is that you get live. Like I like got Europe '72. That was when I was born. you Yo, um, the very best. And these uh, these new edits that are coming out um, are awesome because people are bootlegging and they've been traded for years. But then you know, there's like a diamond in the rough where somebody had some ill mics and then somebody you know, remixed and remastered it to the point that it's awesome. And that's what I'm doing with my old, uh, music. And I'm actually, um, in talks with this record label to release this, this record label, uh, I won't announce it just yet. Um, but but we are in talks to release this, uh, all these kind of like all my music projects and then some old stand-up and then i think i'm gonna i was talking to the label and they want me to put a couple new little things there so i'm gonna find some stuff or i'm gonna do some audio sketches or you know freak th- this one will be my freak album um i'm gonna really the last album uh pure uncut joy was you know straight up stand up this one's gonna be music a little stand up and maybe something else that uh we'll be working towards Oh, with sleep and stretching and um, mixes. My mind is going all over the map, <laughs> but I'm trying to keep it together. look That's the thing about Spotify. If I'm not on my Wi-Fi, well, some of it works. So I got Fearless by Pink Floyd, Part of the Process by Morchiba, Deal, By the Grateful Dead, that's a good song. You wait until the deal comes down. That one, that one's, uh, it's all about, that song to me is all about like taking it really slow and talking about the deal go down. And that's the thing when you're negotiating, like I'm in the middle of negotiating some shit and there's like a lawyer involved and like you have to take your time with that shit, you know? And that's how it is with creative projects And even in life, like, and I think that's what this song is. So the the slower you take it, it's almost the better, the kinder you take it is uh, much better. Farmhouse by Fish, Uh, Love is the Answer by Leaf Fields, Wildflowers by Tom Petty. Like Tom Petty's going heavy. I've been, and then I got like some King Tubby, some just Deep Dub, and then I got George Harrison, I Live For You. And then I got these like ambionic, like the, <laughs> the titles of these songs are ill, man. Uh, Sight of the Eagle, Zen Village, Calm Music. So that's just like these rhythms and stuff to meditate and stretch to. So I kind of mix. So I would say this is like a mix of like Pink Floydish classic rock with some Grateful Dead and some, uh, some ambient meditation music and then this is a good song, is, uh, Derek and the Dominoes, High. Check that out. Uh, Derek and the Dominoes, like, Eric Clapton, Eric Clapton's so heavy, man. And, uh, I, I've been getting into Derek and the Dominoes and even Cream and, like, uh, I, I like all that stuff, man. Oh, Dirty Work by Steely Dan. That's great to Yoga Outlet, too, man. Uh, and then I, do, you know, I've been doing my peanut butter, uh, banana, ice, milk. I use milk, but I use almond milk too. But my wife likes regular milk. I would use almond milk. I don't really care, but I think almond milk is even cheaper than regular milk. That's what I've been noticing. Like the regular milk, and we get the good shit, um, is like five forty-eight around here, but the almond milk is like. or four, you know, it's like $1 cheaper. So yeah, I would rock almond milk all day, actually. I like it even, I like even the flavor. Maybe that's sugar, but even the vanilla, I'll I'll drink that all day. But I have, oh, it's milk, ice, peanut butter, banana, cinnamon, honey, right? That was the original, but then I added turmeric because I got a big thing of turmeric and you're supposed to take turmeric to open up your heart and that's what I'm all about. That goes back to my vitamin cocktail of COC10. But uh, I've been putting turmeric in there. Now at first the taste was weird, but now I actually like the taste. It ends up tasting like eggnog, (laughs) is the whole thing. It's the cinnamon and the fucking turmeric together with the banana and the honey, like all that crushed together. Like it's literally, it tastes like fucking eggnog. But I always liked eggnog. And now I've even gotten used to the taste, and it's not even weird to me. Now I even like it, and I'm kinda like used to it. And that's how it is with new ideas and being positive. You know, a lot of that is like negative thoughts are very confining, and you go downward. And that's when I, you know, I like dark art, and you know, I definitely uh, enjoy speed metal, and you know, all kinds of shit, you know. Um, but at the same time, it only goes, uh, you can only go so dark, you know? And I think that's with negative thoughts, whereas positivity goes up and out and goes, you know, infinite, you know? I think that's with Dark Side of the Moon, you know, that light going through the prison, you know, it goes, Pow! You know, uh, you, with positive thinking, I don't know, this is what the book is all about, that I've been read, reading, is just like, it's more <laughs> of upward, it's called positivity. And it's, uh, and it's a new book and it's uh, this female emotion scientist that uh, no she, she's a scientist on human behavior, but she, what people have not scientists haven't studied emotions. Like they always kind of flimmed it off until like the 70s, 80s and even then they kind of weren't because it's not very scientific. you couldn't measure it. but she's been measuring positive thinking and that's where she told the story about the women using positive thinking to be more fertile Uh and then but that was one story but the other ones was just like how just creating joy and accepting joy when it happens it helps you take on hardship in the future because you're building a muscle and there's also a tipping point of the positive thinking then you're just a positive motherfucker And that's what she was talking about, the cell reproduction of our skin and our bodily organs. Like you are pretty much a new person every three months. If you, you know, if you just, you know, if you think differently, you change it, you can can kind of neurologically, you know, move with the times better. And I think that's what's happening a lot now. That's what uh, this podcast with CBD and anxiety, um, a lot of this podcast time is how much pot I smoke and how, why I smoke it and how much I love it, and I do love it. What I'm experiencing with now is smoking little pot. Because I will think, I, I will, I know this, and I think all stoners know this, is that the, 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 the that's the thing about weed, the, the less you smoke, the higher you really gonna get. <laughs> that's what's so funny about it. And then the more, if you're doing it all day, every day, or your dab master fresh, which I've been through. And I think there's a time and a place, and I do love that. But you gotta admit, like, you just don't get as high. Even those dudes will tell you. Like, they're just, you know, you still, you're still having a good time. But, I don't know, I think there's a balance in there and there's a time and a place. And that's what I'm trying to figure out for myself. And I think it's with age, too. Um, it's like, uh, you're always judging your intake of stuff. And uh, yeah, and I'm a Scorpio, so I'll just keep on smoking and smoking, 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 smoking. Uh, uh, shout out to Scorpios out there. Uh, and with coffee, I've been drinking a lot. But I just changed it up this morning. I had a chai tea before here. But this thing is uh, rocking. Oh, so I was talking about Zen in and out. Yeah, so my vitamin cocktail, I've been talking about this, is my barber, right? He told me this. My barber is Tommy... And he's this Italian, New York dude that's been cutting hairs in Brooklyn since, his dad owned the shop since like the 1930s. Like there's pictures of him on the wall. Like he cut the dude from the Ramones hair. Like he knows all these people from Brooklyn. They have long hair too. They have long hair. But he said he would cut his hair wigs. (laughs) I think the one dude is, I don't want to go into it, but yeah. Uh, But no, he was Truman Capote's uh you cut truman capote's hair my man tommy he's still there um but he told me this vitamin cocktail so he's old but he's cool and all he does is cut hair and uh,
1: It's
0: it's over in brooklyn heights it's right in it's called the cutting den and there's two dudes but tommy's my dude uh if you go over there tell him i told you to check it out but uh he's like 20 bucks he's 17 bucks and then i always tip him a 20 I wanted to tip him more but he told me Truman yeah he told me some Truman Capote stories I tip him sometimes a little bit more uh, but I'm always hustling and I'm running and I got the fam but uh but he told me that this cocktail which was fascinating that I wrote down on my notebook that uh, this was the vitamins they gave the first responders to 9-11 like this special super doctor came in and told all the firemen and policemen take this before you go into these buildings like just as a general boom you know cleanse out it was a thousand milligrams of vitamin e 400 no thousand milligrams of vitamin c 400 of vitamin e and then it's this one coc10 which is for your heart and it's all this cocktail will clean out you know so this is what i've been taking So I take that. So the C is just for, you know, C is just C. You gotta have some vitamin C uh, just to clear out and kill and strengthen. You're strengthening your immune system. That's going right to your immune system. Now the vitamin E is something about purifying the blood and it's also good for your nails and your eyes and all of this. I don't know. And I think it somehow connects to the vitamin C and pushes it through better, and then the COC tends for your heart, so it's for your circular blood stuff. So that's what I've been taking. I've been doing that. And then I also have some fish oil, but I'm running out of fish oil. but I have been eating I've been eating fish a lot more, and I've been doing a lot of veggie burritos instead of like full burritos. Have fish?: Oh, we had, I had some salmon the other day. And the thing about salmon is, like, I get this frozen salmon from Costco, you know, that you can get them in chunks, and it's awesome. You just put it in the freezer, and then when you got to break them out, I do that in some cauliflower. Like, I had, I've been eating really clean. My wife is all about eating clean. Um, I'll have some greasy-ass tacos, though. <laughs> I've been rocking a lot of tacos um, as of late. Um. I'm going to see how much time have we done right now. Um, but I'm having a blast. Everybody, please like and subscribe to this podcast. I need the numbers. The numbers are really good, actually. I've been talking to other people with podcasts. And for the 44, they were like, I told some people that I had some bigger podcasts, and they were like, that's pretty good, Rob. You should go keep going. So I'm going to keep going. want
1: to talk about the
0: yeah there might be some drilling outside <laughs> but yeah uh, so I've been that's my cock my uh, cocktail <clears throat> my vitamin cocktail and then uh, and then uh, I've been stretching like but I have been doing my balance poses and the, my balance pose is just to work on my brain you know because there was a point where I now, dude, I touched my toes for like 30 seconds today. It was amazing. I've been working on that for like a year and a half. That's when I freaked out when I could barely like bend over to touch my toes. That's when I started taking stretching serious. Uh, when I say serious, I mean playing some Grateful Dead and some Pink Floyd and fucking rocking out for 15 minutes. But I get it done like I said, I've been going out at night So I have to and the thing about New York City is that I don't own a car I walk everywhere So I, all I do is walk. I haven't checked my steps. I've been so tired I haven't even checked my steps, but I might be doing like seven eight miles a day, man uh, So I haven't been hitting the gym. I usually do my 22 minutes on the road machine um, But I have been stretching. I've been working on but then there's this another pose that I've been doing to open your heart you don't even know, dude. I'm about to break it on you now. Like this, well, I don't want to hurt myself, but I've been getting good at it. Let me see. Uh, I'll do this for my knees. But this this is a crazy pose. But this will open, you get on your knees, right? And then you uh, you arch back and you use your hands. So you're puffing out your chest. You're puffing out your chest and you're touching your heels and you're resting on your heels. And then you're arching, I just heard my back crack when I did this. This is, this is really awkward, but fuck it, it's a podcast. But I d- I've learned to do this. And this opens your heart. That's what I like about this. This is all about clearing out the chakras. <laughs> I never believed in chakras and shit like that but I do kind of believe it. I knew no I know, I know it's true. With meditation, I don't know, you, you it's ways of canceling your brain. I got this other thing about canceling performance anxiety that's um, a meditation that you shoot a laser all the way through your body and it goes to the center of the earth and comes up and creates a whole bo- bubble around your whole body and you're supposed to do this right before you go on stage and I've done it before and it works. A lot of it you know but that's what i mean about chakras so a lot of it is just understanding that we are fucking energy and you know there's points in your body that has more energy than others so that's how i see it but that thing is open that one pose i've been reading this other yoga book i've been talking about on the podcast but that pose is supposed to do, be a cleansing pose like you're opening your fucking heart and you're stretching all that out so blood just like think so much we like hunkered over and hunker been working on my posture this is another thing I learned in Thailand like the Thai people they never walk with their head down they always walk with their head up and the reason is is so you can see all of heavenly the the glory of I know that sounds Bruce Lee but so you can see every but so you're you're noticing everything you have more of a peripheral all-around 360 degree and that's also what that positivity was talking about is like when you look up, when you think positive, your, your peripheral goes more out. You see and notice more things. And the more negative and confined your thoughts are, you kind of zero in. And so maybe you're missing fucking everything. But uh, So that's it for this podcast. I love you. Thank you for listening. Peace and love. Thank you, Hiram. I appreciate you. Uh, I love you. I love you. uh, You're a great podcast. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks. And thank you for the coffee. Great coffee. Uh, We're going to do more of these. Hiram is going to be on my on-location liaison, at least one of them. He's very busy, so I'm lucky to have him. So I grabbed him for an hour. i got to get out of his hair and out of his uh, workspace here soon. But uh, peace, love, like, and subscribe. You rock. Go.